We're at the end of the month. I'm pumping out these episodes as promised. This is a grab bag. This one, we talk about the Blair Witch Project. I start singing Census Fail the entire time. I'm the biggest Census Fail f- fan now. It's one of those mornings. I'm snapping out of it now. I'm going to get a little bit more warmed up, probably crack open another beer, get this episode uploaded, get another one uploaded. We're going to go downtown, calling him back, call me back, calling him back, call me back. All right, we talked about some movie ideas the other night. We're going to talk about some more right now. Now, I love pop music. I love, I love pop music. I love it. I love catchy songs. That also means that I like generic noise sometimes, generic sounds. Sure, it's not like Party in the USA, Miley Cyrus. That's a good song. Everyone likes it. It's a Party in the USA. Now, let's talk about horror films. Let's talk about scary movies. Let's talk about Blair Witch Project. It's such a creative movie. It could have, yeah, been done after the fact a little bit better, sure. Everything could be a little bit better after the fact. But looking back on it now, and for its time, Blair Witch Project really kind of was like something else. Because if you didn't have internet, if you didn't know if it was real or not, a real documentary, if you're smart, you'd know it wasn't, but if you're freaking 17 years old, and see Blair Witch Project at IMAX, and you're telling your freaking friend to drive freaking faster to get us home. My mom's going out to dinner with one of her friends. I get home, I'm turning on all the lights. She's about to leave, so she goes around and turns them all off. I'm trying to be cool about it. Like, oh, hey mom, it's just kind of, is it all right if I leave the lights on tonight, please? She knows something's wrong. She's like, well, what the hell's wrong with you? Like nothing, I just saw the Blair Witch Project. She starts laughing. My mom was, it's a freaking scary movie. And she's like, bling, it's not real. I'm like, yeah, it is, mom. You don't know. And AOL, some dialing in, it's like busy signal. I pretend I'm cool with the lights off. She leaves, goes with her friend. They go get dinner. I turn on all the lights. I couldn't, I still could not crack the code, even with the internet back then. Was it real? Was it not real? I don't know. Those are good movies. Or th- those types of movies are good movies. That being said, in tonight's movie plot, movie theme idea, we're, we're trying to harness that same essence of Blair Witch Project, where it's not anything that you see, it's what you think, it's what you hear. All the images that are horrific in Blair Witch Project are in your imagination. You made them up. There's no actual real horrific image. There's kind of startling sounds, sort of frightening. She's crying. There's that little kind of glimpse of what's in the bag and whatever it is, no one really knows. It's just kind of gross looking. But an episode of Walking Dead was a hundred times more graphic and gory than Blair Witch Project. But it's all like the weird images. It's all the noise and the ideas it's it's your imagination that's doing it you're scaring yourself but it's sort of like this embrace you want to be scared you went to the movie specifically to be scared i mean i don't really believe in the idea of just having some inhumane ultra graphic like video like whatever reenactments or whatever just it's too gory it's too bloody it's too gross it's too stupid 
It doesn't look real, it's fake. And why even have it be all that gory anyways? If you leave it up to the, the viewer's imagination, you can make it like as tame or as bizarre, horrific as you want. That's the kind of horror movie I want. That's the kind of scare that I want. When it comes to something like Slender Man, he doesn't have a face, just a tall person, tall shadowy figure. Looks, blends in with the uh, telephone poles and the street lights. He's just that tall sometimes, or shadow is, or whatever. He's not that scary, yet what's he after? What's he trying to do? This tall, slender man. He doesn't have a face. And you're walking late at night, and there are the fucking street lamps. Street lights. He blends in with the street lights. But that's fucking slender man. Like, let's talk about just regular boogeyman, werewolf, vampires. That's what I want to do, a, a horror movie like that. You go through each character, each, like, Frankenstein. Just classic monster movies, classic ones. And I don't know, I don't have the whole plot out, but... That you encounter them throughout the night. You have to beat them, outsmart them. I don't know how many, I don't know, like a, like a video game, like a villain, like bosses. Hey, it's like a boss at the end of a video game, babe. But just something different. And nothing that has to be gory. And you could actually make it like a, a family film almost. Like a Disney movie. No, no, Disney just fucking sell out. I think Van Helsing was kind of like that, wasn't it? Van Helsing, I'd even say like The Mummy is good. The Mummy is good. Dude, I don't know why. I don't know why, but there's like a fight scene with those two like things, those sphinxes in the beginning. I don't know why, but it, yeah. <laughs> That's like, it's getting a little hot in here, you know? I watch that scene, I'm like, whoa, slow down. It's a hot, that's a smoking hot, it's a fucking smoke. Oh, you guys want to hear the creeped out kid? Not the creeped out kid? No, the creeped out kid, okay, we'll get, all right. Creep then? Alright. Yeah, you get hot during the mummy scene when they're both fighting with those sides. Oh, I turned on with that. The fucking makeup looks really good. Look at them. Look. The guys are wearing eyeliner. Also, it's, it's, it's supposed to be, like, keep out evil spirits, you know? Make sure that you can that you can see clearly and focus, you know, on, on what's on what's important. So even guys back there with a fucking eyeliner bed. Well, I got a few bucks left. I bought a, a four-pack. Uh, banquet beer, of course. I had to get a 24. I had to get a 24-ounce banquet beer. I had to. And then I got a Charleston Chew. I think we have a little bit of popcorn still, and I have a little bit of cash still. You know, play our fucking cards right. We should get a refund from Apple here. I got, I'm taking care of it, babe. No, man, it's interesting. I used to hate... I used to hate... In the Wild. That movie with Christopher, Christopher McCandles, right? Super Tramp. I hated... I hated that concept. Nicole, he accomplished, he got... He graduates, and then he just goes off to Alaska and dies. Spoiler alert. But lately, man, like, with everything... To just get punched at the end, like cheap shots at the end tripped at the end like it really does kind of come down to just like fuck this like this is dumb this is dumb there's different types of 
groups and clans and, and tribes out in Alaska. And they, there's different meanings for different words, of course, within every culture and society group of people. But there's there's some out there that have a specific word called, it's called a laumuk. And all it means is someone's kind of left for a minute. They're pissed off, they're mad, they're angry, or they're gone, whatever. But they're gone. They're going to come back. They get a little too emotional sometimes. Whatever, everyone knows it's fine. They might be a little concerned, a little worried, but that person's kind of gone for a minute. There's a word for it. There's an actual word for it in some cultures. Here, it's called disappearing. <laughs> but, like, there's different cultures that have a better understanding of, like, how we can, like, absorb things and handle our emotions or just handle, like, life, disappointment, um just stupid decisions bad decisions making big mistakes i just don't know how else to describe like my disappointment at this at this at this point in my life it's such a disappointment because for two years in a row now for f two fucking years in a row i got kicked at the finish line in a row two years may of 2021 may of 2020 april of 2022 but either way Tripped at the finish line, two years in a row. Start over. Here's another. Get another chance to start over. It's like I don't know. I, I <laughs> hold not so fast there. Come on, bling. You get a chance to start right on over again. Just claw your way right on back to the top, and someone else can kick you, trip you right there at the finish line. You're talking. You don't want to put a year's worth of effort into something. Do extra sometimes, and just be like, oh fuck, that didn't work. Like, I'm cool hanging out next to the river and just, like, having the consistency of, like, oh, it's cold tonight. Oh, it's hot tonight. I caught five fish. I caught seven fish. I'm cool with that. At this point, I'm okay with that. Because if I have to go full blast for an entire year again just to get tripped again, I'm not. Uh, you guys go ahead and run. I'll catch up to you later. And even to this day, and even to this day, we're trying out new recording techniques and new areas in the studio. It's like, well, maybe if we take the sound dampening material down, maybe if we remove it completely, it might get a little echoey. Now, in this episode, it's kind of a grab bag. It's a grab bag of mixed anything you want. You could, inside of this bag, this grab bag. As a kid growing up, my dad was into stones. Yeah, we're going, we're going to do this. As a kid growing up, my dad was into stones. And we'd go to these rock auctions or rock shows, whatever. Not, not concerts, like actual, literal, like minerals. Like rocks, stones, diamonds, rocks, precious metals. Not. So we'd go there. He was into opals. He liked opals a lot. I like opals, too. He would, like... He had all this, like, rock-polishing material and, like, these, like... He was trying to make opal jewelry, my dad was. Escremdeliumshis jewels. Now we're working on some voiceovers. So my dad was trying to make jewelry. And we'd go to these rock shows. And back then, inflation wasn't as high. 
you could have, they would have these paper bags, like lunch bags, and they were called grab bags. And I don't like, like, Western stuff. I don't really have a connection with rocks myself either. I do like platinum-colored things or platinum-plated things. I like full platinum. Uh, I like, I, 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 I like white gold mainly. But they're in skin tones. Gold looks better. White gold looks better. My skin tone, I don't look good. I look fat with gold on. But that sometimes works in my favor. That sometimes works in my favor. But Bing, don't you like looking fat sometimes? Once that creeped out, kid, once that? No, it's early, dude. I, it's early on a Saturday morning here. Um, now the freaking creeped out kid. It's on a freaking Saturday. What was that creeped out kid? I seen you with gold glasses on. You look good. Your face looks fatter with gold glasses on. I seen you with a gold chain on, with a shirt unbuttoned. Hey, Bing. Creeped out kid, I've never worn a gold chain with my freaking shirt unbuttoned, ever. I might I might have some gold glasses, yes. I've never worn a gold chain with my shirt unbuttoned, with like the gold, I don't dress like that, I'm sorry. Bing, do you know I use your face as a bullseye for my darts? Did you just say that you use my face as a bullseye for your freaking dartboard, creeped out kid? Ta-ta, Bing. Well, today's gonna be fun. That kid's gonna be screaming, isn't he? So love me gently with a chainsaw. I woke up with that song on my mind today, the Census Fail song. All right, I'll go back to the grab bag, my dad with the opals, okay? Don't worry, I'm gonna make a point. This entire episode is like a grab bag, though. I'm not into Western things. I don't like minerals or rocks, really. I do remember picking up this gold-plated, like, tree that had, like, rubies hanging off of it. It was a smaller thing, but it was probably worth, who knows, I picked it up off the ground. It was in the dust and people were stepping on it. And I put it back on this person's table and I go, oh, hey, thanks. They saw me do it. And I was like, man, I probably could have just taken that thing. But I didn't, and I was really young, too, at the time. I was really young. I did the right thing. I was like, this thing's getting stepped on in the dirt. Like, I picked it up like a freaking kid. But they, I remember that, because I was like, this is a nice gold thing with, like, a ruby freaking, there's, like, it's like a tree. It's like a fruit tree made of, like, gold wire. And there's, like, rubies hanging off, like, fruit. I'm picking it up off the ground. People are stepping on it. It's weird. Um, all right, all right. So these people at these rock shows would have, like, paper bags and it'd say grab bag. Typically, they'd be like a dollar before inflation or even $5 for like the bigger ones. But like my dad wouldn't buy us $5 grab bags. My dad would buy us the dollar grab bags. He'd buy whoever whined the most one grab bag we could all share. And the reason why they're called grab bags and the reason why you can't see what's in them and they're just some freaking price and it's like, surprise, here's, here you go. It's because they're going to rip you off. It's called a grab bag so they can freaking rip you off. My dad knew it. The people selling the grab bags knew it. But we didn't know it. And they were cheap. You could open them up like a present. Come on, what's inside? There's like a couple like... It's like somebody, while they're getting ready, setting up their little mineral shop or their mineral their rock stand, uh, trying to sell their rocks. Trying to get the freaking rocks off. Rock solid. Fucking rock hard. Fucking rock hard throbbing. Saying fucking veiny rock. Vein rocks don't have veins. They don't have veins. How about a vein of gold? Ever heard of that? Fucking greasy ass rocks. 
dripping rock, dripping wet rocks. No, so we're like, hey, Dad, we get us this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So he buys us, buys me a grab bag. And I open it up, and there wasn't really anything, probably like an army man or someone. It's like they were getting set up. They're setting up the rocks. There's a little stand eating Cracker Jacks or eating cereal or doing something. And they're like, oh, let's, let's reach inside these cereal boxes and these Cracker Jack boxes and, and get the prize out. And sometimes it was like a dumb prize, a little hologram or like a sticker, a little sticker of a heart, like hologram hearts or something. And they go, okay, let's put these in some paper bags and sell them to unsuspecting people. And sell them, sell them to that dad who just doesn't look like he's there happy with his kids there. Let's sell them to that dad with that kid and all of his brothers who all, everyone looks unhappy and the dad really looks like he'd have a better time without those kids. You know, I am going to crack a beer today. I am. I have enough money, uh... To not really do too much. No, I don't really have much money, but I could probably sell something here for cheap. Um, I have my studio monitors for sale. I sold a MIDI keyboard yesterday. I have another one. I have a 61 key out there. I probably end up fucking selling that. <clears throat> oh, I've had that forever, but yeah, fuck. Now that now it is. I still haven't sold my laptop. I gotta call up the this chick and leave a message and tell them not to auction my car off. Lots to do today, guys. Lots of lots of stuff to do today. Um. So my dad grabs me these this these paper bags, gives it to me, buys it, gives it to me. I open it. Inside there's probably like an army man, there's probably a cracker jack, like hologram heart thing that I was just talking about. But there's this big turquoise belt buckle. Like I don't even back then, I wasn't a skater kid then, I was like just kind of a lonely, freaking sad six year old. But yeah, very imaginative, lonely, sad six year old. I didn't have anything. What, did I, what the hell am I gonna do with a turquoise like belt bu belt buckle? Like, there was a guy. It was it was a turquoise belt buckle, and there was a guy like riding a freaking bronco. Anyway, that's a grab bag. That's what this episode's like. You don't know what you're gonna get. You might not be into Western music. You might not be into belt buckles. You might not even be into freaking cowboy butts driving nuts. That might not even be you. It's not me. It's not me. That's what I'm saying. So this episode, I think I talked about the Blair Witch Project. Uh, this was last night too, so there might be a little bit of a slur. There might be a little bit of a slur. I'm gonna come back. We're in the booth now. I'm gonna come back out of the booth after, um, I don't think I'm gonna make coffee today. I don't think so. But I need to get some. I just wanted to say though, I'll probably come back around too in the third segment, but we're talking about movie theater, uh, movie ideas last night and the Blair Witch Project last night, and I was a little bit, uh, a little bit tipsy. It was a little tipsy. It was late at night, so I'm going to publish it anyway. Um, if you listen to the episode last night, also that I published, where I was like the last episode, I walked 20 miles. That it's a long episode, and don't listen to it. It's fucking boring. I don't think I even talk about anything important either. It's just like, ah, hey, everyone, I'm next to the street again. I'm open a beer and I'm going to go after the 7-Eleven. Just like every other episode, right? I'm pretty worn out. <clears throat> Excuse me, don't worry. Don't worry. I'll explain everything in the third segment. Just enjoy this one. Yeah, cowboy butts drive me nuts. I was digging deep. Don't worry, it's funny. I know. Enjoy this one. There he is. Enjoy the Blair Witch play. He can cut his that vocal pitch. He can get in the vocal booth easy, no problem. Wait till he screams. He was already screaming this morning. I already heard him. I know who he is too. I, I found him. 
I found him. There's two of them. There's the little one on his on the bike, and then there's him. I don't know if he's got issues. I don't know if, yeah, if mom was abusing stuff. My friend used to flat out tell people they had fetal alcohol syndrome. In junior high, he'd say, you look like you have fetal alcohol syndrome. And so let me gently with a chainsaw and take a glass against your wrist. All right, here's what we're gonna do today. Here's what we're gonna do today. Welcome to the third segment, everyone. That's a grab bag, we're, we're mixing it up still. So we're switching it up here in the third segment. We're out of the booth. I'm not making any coffee because I don't have any milk. I do have a beer. Let's go grab a beer. Yeah, it's morning. Let's go freaking grab a freaking beer. Sometimes I wake up with lyrics in my head. Sometimes it's Strawberry Fields Forever. Sometimes it's Tie Her Down. It, there's, there's no telling and I don't know where it comes from. Today I received a message from a friend who I hadn't talked to for a couple weeks now. We've been friends for about a year. Um, we've kind of had an, I wouldn't say it's an on again, off again relationship really, but we definitely have liked each other here and there. And it's been a difficult, it's kind of a long distance relationship. So no, it's not that girl who bought the computer. I haven't talked to, I don't have a car right now. So <laughs> I don't think it's a good idea to be like, hey, you wanna go hang out? You gotta drive over here though. We gotta walk somewhere. I kind of try to do that, say we're going to get a picnic, but yeah, I'm not going to go get freaking ingredients for sandwiches and shit on a scooter. I thought I was, but I'm not. Can I open this freaking Coors Light? What's? Well, it's time to put your money where your mouth is, Bing. Drink it. You were talking about natural light. You said Natty Light is only good for 30 seconds. That Coors Light has been open overnight. Drink it. You're going to drink tonight. Drink it. You drink it last night, you left it open. It's not in any light. Drink it, Bing. All right, freaking creeped out, kid. Huh? Fine. It's not a light. It's not in any light. It's Coors Light. Mountains might not even be blue, but it's not poison. It didn't go bad overnight. See? I don't make up stories. You leave a night in. <clears throat> yeah, with two sips. Two sips, I can't talk. You leave a natty out overnight. It's, there's, you're not going to drink it. You drink it, you're gonna spit it out. Coors Light, yeah, I left it out overnight. I took a couple sips and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go back to bed now. And I did. It was cool, it was responsible of me. Good job, Bing. Good job, Bing. No, I wake up sometimes spiraling out of control. It's not fair. It's not right, but it happens. Um, it kinda was happening this morning, kinda. It subsided, I got a message from a friend. We've kind of had an on again, off again relationship, but we've always like started to, or we've always communicated pretty well and shared like our opinion of things or just someone to talk to. I think at the time when her and I met, we're both super, super lonely. Not, not just like desperate or what, it was like the height of the pandemic kind of round two. Not 2020, it was 2021. And it was kind of like <clears throat> early spring. Everyone was still kind of standoffish. Like, is it gone? Is it coming back? Whatever. And it was coming back and it came back pretty strong. Um, it came back again even. But it was 
the spring of 2021, and it had been a year since the pandemic, right? But that's a year for relationships to deteriorate, and that's a year to be ignored by everybody else if you're not outgoing, if you're not reaching out, if you're not trying to be heard or, or be noticed. Now, one of the first stories that I covered uh, for as a... Anyway, one of the first stories I co covered for this other uh, in organization... Uh, was back then a year ago was uh, a woman women in tech conference a women's leadership a women tech kind of thing yeah I know and I'm covering I'm, I'm reporting on it so I, I was just like yeah okay whatever I can do that story fine yeah I didn't I was indifferent it's not like I didn't want to it's not like I did fine I'll do it and I did the story and the people presenting in that women in tech conference or women in leadership and everything, she was saying, and this was a year ago, she was saying, you have to emerge from the pandemic, a new person. You have to emerge from the pandemic, a reinvented person, someone new, someone that you're happy with, someone that other people can approach and someone, you know, that others are happy with, right? But ultimately, it's a new it's a new version of you, and it doesn't have to be like drastic or extreme. Like for me, going from male to female, from he to her. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't do that. <clears throat> but you, I mean, you could be drastic if you wanted to. Yeah, you go from her to him, he to her. If you want, hey, sure. Pronouns, pronouns. Uh, I still go by he and him, though, just in case anyone's wondering. He, him, her, him. He, him. Hey. Let me gently with a chainsaw. I don't know why that song was on my mind today. But she said, reinvent yourself and try it. And so I think right around that time, yeah, I started, that's when I, yeah, I started trying, trying buying women's clothing, women's dresses, and started putting on makeup. That's okay, it's not funny anymore. All right, all right, all right. We're gonna make our way downtown a little bit. But it's hard to do. Reinventing yourself is hard to do and sticking with it, being consistent with it. And it's not, it's not embarrassing. Well, it could be, but it, for me, cause I pulled it off, but my, my metamorphosis is still happening. I'm still in different stages and phases of my metamorphosis. But anyway, she's been with me through the whole journey and I've been with her through the whole journey and we might not have been physically together, but like spiritually together, mentally together, we were both on the same page for a while there. And we were in like direct communication for months and every single day I'd wake up and I'd message her and she'd, because <laughs> we're on different schedules. She lives on the other side of the world and, and it's hard. It's hard to like, I, I wouldn't say like maintain the friendship or even like interact. It's just hard to try to be positive. Sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes man, and she messaged me this morning. She's like, I think I hate, you know, this entity or I think I hate this. And she was talking about something specific. And it was kind of surprising to me because she doesn't talk like that. She doesn't. And for me, it's like, okay, cool. We're, I'm getting to know her still, even, even today, like over a year later. And all the, she's, she has been with me and experienced everything along the way that I've experienced too, you know? And, and same with everything she's gone through and when I was there for her. But we always try to stay positive and whatever. And 
in a couple episodes ago, I was talking about like uh, dreamland and dream worlds and, and I don't know, like what's reality, what's not. Believing in things that don't really apply, like living in a dream, being completely delusional. Are you going to approach life in a practical, realistic way, or are you going to be completely detached and delusional? I think some people are completely detached and delusional because they've gotten away with things for so long. Again, like in Whistling Diesel's video, you have this, whether or not he's even a sheriff or a deputy or works for whatever, like it doesn't matter. He could be a security guard for whatever, and he's flipping off the camera. And he's gotten away with it for two, he could just be a boss somewhere. Or not even a boss, just someone's fucking manager, fucking uh, assistant manager, assistant to the assistant manager. It doesn't matter. He's he's done it for too long. He's got comfortable with it for too long, and he's flipping people off. He's just like, oh, this punk kid, a rich kid, or whatever. I'm gonna flip him off, show him who's boss, who's really boss. Dude, I can't wait <laughs> to see Whistling Diesel's video after June first, after he goes to court after June first, because that dude's gonna look stupid. That entire department is going to look stupid. And it doesn't even matter if Whistling Diesel wins. It doesn't matter if Whistling Diesel loses. That entire department is going to look dumb because they already do. And there's nothing they can do to pull themselves out of it. Besides, the only thing they can do that would be positive is to dismiss that charge, dismiss that ticket, that ticket without any, there's nothing, no prejudice, no anything. Just, just dismiss it it's gone it's never there we'll talk to the fucking officers and make sure it doesn't happen again but there's gonna be fucking tractors in that courthouse like <laughs> it's gonna be nuts man and i really wish i could have been there to help support with some diesel because he is not like other youtubers will go and try and get clicks and go try and get follows and like he was even saying he's like in my instagram people are saying oh it looks like the common denominator like he's not seeking it out he's just trying to live his life have fun, make some entertaining videos, you know, expensive ones, you know, to get views. And like, that's his, that's what he's trying to do. But there's other people that are trying to interfere, trying to make sure he does not succeed. And God, I, I am so relieved to see his videos sometimes when he's like, hey, wait a minute. You can see like, there's a point where Whistling Diesel's like, no, 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 don't turn your back on me. Like, come here for a second. I love it. That's what's missing in the world. It's what's missing in the world. We need more of it. And I'm trying to do the best that I can over here with everything that, you know, the tools that I've been given and uh, my ability to botch everything. But anyway, 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 this girl and I, we've been through a lot. And today she said, and I've been talking about reinventing herself and doing all this stuff over the past year and or whatever. So here we are culminating. She said she hated something. And it was like the first time I think she's ever like flat out said, I think I hate, I think I hate this one. Nah, she would never say that. Maybe she would, but I don't think she would. Um, I fucking hate this motherfucker. This motherfucker. I fucking hate this piece of shit. Motherfucker. Son of a... Fucking hate. And so it was kind of a relief for me to hear her say that. Like, she's, we've been with each other this entire time for over a year now, talking to each other. We know each other. And now it's like, oh, I've seen another side of her. She's seen my reinvention. She's seen bling emerge from the ashes multiple times. One year ago, I emerged from the ashes. This year, fucking who knows? Dude, I, I rose from the ashes a year ago. 
And I was like, yes, this is it. Now I'm out of here. Everything gets messed up again. And then eBay, oh no, I said it, I said it. Don't let me gently with the chainsaw. Well, now what do you want to talk about? How do I reinvent myself? Questions from the back? You want to do some questions from the back? But rat rat? Hey rats? Rats. Fucking audio engineers aren't freaking paying attention. Rat rat. Can we do some questions from the back, please? All right, we're going down the list. What time is it here? It's 11.55 uh, a.m. market time. Which two kids are responsible? Good question. Well, there's two little ones, and I've, I've probably been getting them confused, mixing them up with each other. They're, they're two little ones. They're Scandinavian babies. They look exactly the same. I still can't differentiate which one's male and which one's female if they're not both male or if they're not both female. I, I don't know. I assume I think one's a boy. I think the bigger one's a boy. I can't tell you, though. I don't know for sure. Uh, both have, like, long blonde hair. Both are very quick. You look one second, they're there. You look again, they're gone. They're like, uh, I don't know. I was going to say ground squirrels, but they're even faster than that. But I think it's pretty apparent that one of the professionals around here complained and said, like, hey, could someone do something about the freaking kids in the alley who are, I don't know, breaking glass with the sound of their voice? I'll chime in, too, and be like, yeah, one of them's trying to sever my freaking brainstem with that frequency by hitting that frequency. Could someone do something about that, please? Next question. What's my favorite movie? Um, probably Swim Fan. I've always liked Swim Fan. Tremors, starring Kevin Bacon. I love Tremors, starring Kevin Bacon. Uh, Swim Fan. A movie that I could watch over and over again and just keep it on repeat. I'm not sure. Uh, Wizard of Oz is a good one. I have a little bit of a theory on Tremors, too. Tremors as well. Tremors also. <clears throat> you guys want to hear it? Here it goes. So let's talk about, like, what we're attracted to sexually. Let's talk about fetishes. Well, being, I thought we were talking about Tremors the movie. Yeah, I creeped out, kid. I'm getting to it. We're talking about Tremors the movie still. I'm getting to it. I, everything, I'll start something. I'll bring it back around, I promise. It might seem like, oh, we forgot about what we saw. He's fucking all over the place again. I'll bring it back around. Opals, rocks, diamonds. So Tremors came out in the 90s. Uh, it was rated R. It should not have been. It should have been rated PG-13. We were not allowed to see it in the movie theaters. My mom would not allow us to see rated R movies because she was a good mom. Now, somehow, somehow, when it came out on video, my oldest brother, somehow, I, it only happened twice. It happened twice. The first time was Tremors. Somehow my brother <clears throat> talked my mom into letting us watch a rated R, renting a rated R movie, it was Tremors. Reluctantly, she's like, okay. But it ended up being like a family favorite. We watched that movie all the time, all the time. It was like our favorite. I would watch Tremors in Spanish to learn Spanish. I could watch Tremors in French and I could learn French. German, let's watch it in freaking German. I have that whole freaking movie memorized. I will know exactly what they're saying so that I can translate, oh, okay, this word means this, this was okay, that's how you say it this way. It doesn't matter, dialect, whatever. Give me a language. Give me Tremors on DVD in any language. Go ahead, give it to me. Want me to learn a language? What sort of analysis or, uh, you want me to do here? Con I'm doing some consulting here in, a, in uh, Saskatchewan. Does anyone know what sort of language? Can someone give me Tremors on DVD, please?
the native language, native no local language on DVD, native language on Tremors DVD, please. That's how I'm gonna speak the language, but it's my brother talked my mom into renting a rated R movie. We brought it home, we watched it, family favorite. Um, yeah, I've loved it forever, but let's talk about fetishes. In that movie, Tremors, maybe part of the reason why it was rated R is because at one point, a very attractive woman, she gets caught in some barbed wire and her pants get tangled up. There's only one way to get out of that barbed wire before those freaking underground monsters, freaking worms and snakes come out, start biting people. You gotta take off your pants, babe. There's a scene in there, Kevin Bacon's like, hey, you gotta take off your pants. And she's like, what the fuck? She's like, no, creep. And it's, it's like, it's, the, it's one of those situations guys find themselves in all the time. Hot water, fucking sticky situation. Someone's upset because I said something like insensitive or I said something sexist or, or uh, you know, one of those situations. I told, I told a woman to take off her fucking pants. It's like, whoa, 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 but could you finish that? Why did you tell her to take off her pants? So I could save her life. So should we could escape these underground worm monsters, the graboids. There's these worm things underground. She's tangled up in barbed wire. We can't get her out of the barbed wire. I'm cutting my hands up trying to like get her out of it. Take your fucking pants off. Let's go. So she looks at him. She's like, take off my pants. She, he's like, yeah, unless you want to die. So she starts taking off her pants. I start like digging into the popcorn a little bit more. Mom's like, oh, is she going to get... Is she gonna survive? Is she not? So mom doesn't care. Mom's not thinking about like, you know, her young children being exposed to a woman in her freaking cotton panties. And then uh, I think that's when the whole cotton panty finish got started for me. Out. It might have. It might have been there. I don't know. I don't know when it got started, but that's that's all I can really kind of come back to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, well, I started thinking about it, like, well, maybe, maybe it was this town. I was a boy, so whatever. We would go down to the junior high behind the house in Arizona, me and different friends, really young, six years old, five years old, you know, really young. And sometimes they'd have football games, you know, at the junior high that they do. And we would sneak down beneath the bleachers and the cheerleaders would be there. Cheerleaders are twice our age. They look like old women and we're like six years old. I don't know what the fuck is going on with six years old. We go ride our bikes down there, playing football underneath the bleachers. We're watching the cheerleaders and it seemed like some of those cheerleaders knew we were down there. Again, we're six years old and they're like 13, 14. These girls are twice our age. And no, they're not my friend's older sisters. We don't know them. They could see us down there. It's almost like they were dancing sometimes for us. That might have started it too, I don't know. We were creeped out. We were, we were boys on bikes. There was a football game, there's cheerleaders. We got underneath the bleachers, so what? We called it a peep show. We used to do that too when we were a little bit older. In the high school, I'm 13, 14 years old, and underneath the bleachers over at the high school. Same thing. Girls are like, well, not twice our age then. They're about three or four years older, but still. It's like they knew they were, we were down there. They knew we were in junior high, and some of them, this is Mountain View High School in Arizona. Mountain View High School in Brown and Lindsay. Some of those cheerleaders were just like the ones at Keno Junior High. Mm -hmm. Was Keno Junior High on uh, Horn and Brown? Yeah, it 
was. When it comes to Mesa, Arizona, when it comes to the Phoenix metropolitan area, I'll probably end it on this, because then I'll probably go again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you guys enjoy this grab bag? Thanks for the questions, too. <clears throat> Favorite movies, tremors, and swim fan. Um, when it comes to the Phoenix metropolitan area, excuse me, it's not so much on a, it's on a grid, but it's not like how you think. You go by crossroads. You have to say crossroads, and that's how you gauge how far the distance. Here in Salt Lake, you'd say 106 South. You'd say, I gotta go from, I gotta go from 2100 South to 106 South. That's what you'd say here, and no one knows what that means. It means you have to go a little, a little kind of a distance here about 12 miles, probably more than that, 13 miles, no, 12 miles, 2100 south to 106 south, go to, but you can do that here in Salt Lake, in Arizona, it's, I gotta go to freaking Alma School and Baseline, I gotta go to freaking Dobson and Baseline, and, and if you live over on, on Power and, uh, what, Power and Brown, live over on Power and Brown, you gotta drive all the way the fuck over to Dobson and Alma School. No, Dobson... Power and Brown is all the way on the, on the far part of the thing. I think Dobson actually, it's it Dobson and Baseline, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dobson and Guadalupe. Now you gotta go to Dobson and Guadalupe. If you're from Arizona, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Power and Brown, Dobson, Guadalupe. Everyone knows. It's a, that's a drive? That's Power and Brown, Dobson, Guadalupe. That distance is the equivalent of, I gotta go from 2100 South to 100, 106 South. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Are cool. Good luck to